up everybody welcome back to another going rounds podcast and today we got some shit to talk about because there's hella stuff going on with the ufc right now um the press conference was today and yeah to say the least some shit went down and they had to cancel i'm sure if you follow things you've heard by now that the press conference is canceled just after only a couple of guys got out there. Holland and Rodriguez were the only ones that got out there. Um, Dana was acting real sketchy and weird. And <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts. He was acting crazy. Um, and then a security guy came up to him, whispered something to him after they faced off Holland and Rodriguez. And just like that, Dana's like, I can't do this. We can't keep this going. Uh, we're, we're not going to be able to do this. And pretty much just said, that it was for the safety of everyone. So, and he mentioned that this is something that's never happened before. They've never had to deal with this kind of stuff. So, pretty crazy. Um, I I was I I was in into it. I'm I'm setting up for everything with the podcast today, and I forgot that the conference was going to be on. So I get a notification saying that it's live, and this is like 45 minutes after you know, it was supposed to be on. So it took about half hour before I guess they even put anything out saying that the conference was starting. And then right away, you know, uh, Dana comes out and starts talking a little bit uh, here and there, and he's acting strange and talking about chaos and things happening. And then, of course, uh, you know, they try to get people out there and it just doesn't pop up. I mean, it doesn't happen. It, stuff was popping off in the back. Things went from crazy to crazier. And, you know, the reports going around. People are, Some people are saying that it's it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But apparently the UFC was understaffed with their security. And they, they didn't have a handle on things. Uh, it was poorly handled, apparently. So, you know, it is what it is. Like, I mean, these guys are fighters, right? This is what they do. They talk shit to each other all day on Twitter. And when when leading up to the fight, they're going to talk shit. That's what happens. Everyone everyone has to try to hype up a fight. And a fight of this magnitude with these guys that are fighting, it's going to happen. And I can't believe that they didn't have enough security out there to keep things in order or have things set up better. Uh, I'm surprised it hasn't happened a lot more in the past. But... uh yeah, it's crazy. And I'm just happy to hear Dana saying, hey, everything's fine. You know, the fights are going to go on like they should. And that, you know, it was just uh, an unfortunate thing that happened and and it's over. So um, Kevin Holland apparently was one of the guys that was mainly involved in things with uh, Hamza Chimaev. I guess they've been yapping at each other and talking shit and... They got into it. <laughs> got a, things got a little heated. They got a little close. They pushed each other. Rumors that Hamzat push kicked him in the chest. Who knows? Holland seemed fine when he came out to the press conference. Like I said, him and Daniel Rodriguez were the only ones that came out, and they uh, they talked a little bit, but it wasn't much. And uh, that was it. They faced him off. N- nothing big with the face off, but you know that was all. That was all that happened. So we'll see. Hopefully some video comes out. You know, of course, juicy stuff that happens in the back 
in the you know in the background backstage so i know uh nate had what reportedly like 25 guys with him uh of course nick being his brother was there too there's a couple videos of them on social media you know uh just together and stuff um and then chamayev apparently was by himself so that's a sticky situation because of course they're fighting each other and diaz is not one to not talk so and and they've been talking back and forth chamayev's out there saying he's he's out here to kill diaz for the ufc so of course there's bad blood diaz didn't even want this fight he's taking it anyway he just wants his last fight to get out we're gonna get into that because of course if you don't know by now, I'm a Diaz fan, so I have a lot to say about that. And if you watched the last episode, I came on a little strong. <laughs> but it is what it is, and, you know, I'm a fan. It's his last fight in the UFC for now. He, you know, no one's saying that he's not coming, going to come back. Who knows if he wins, he could resign. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that here in a few minutes. But for now. Uh, that's the crazy craziness that was happening today. Um, just a couple hours ago, really. Yeah. A couple hours ago. So, uh, this is the stuff that I do. I, I watch all this and I get notifications for things. So I'm online watching things as it's happening. I always have an earbud in my ear. I'm, I'm listening to what's happening. Even if I'm doing other things, I guess I'm just a crazy fanatic, but you know, I'm passionate about it, so I like it. I've been following MMA, uh, UFC prominently for over 10 years now. More than that, I I couldn't even tell you how long it's been. It's been quite a while. So, you know, I got fully immersed in it, and this is what I do now. So, I like it. It's fun. It, it It's just, it's a hobby. You know, a lot of people have a lot of different hobbies, Hobby of mine is watching MMA, keeping up with the things that are happening. So UFC 279 is what we're talking about today. We're going to get into it here pretty quick, but a uh, couple things ahead. Um, just to uh, preface all this, UFC is known for pay-per-views to be title. It's about a title always with the pay-per-views, no matter what. Every month they, every month they have at least one pay-per-view. If not two, I don't think there's ever been three. And if there has, I don't remember. But there's definitely been a couple in a month. Just this past year, I think in July, we had two pay-per-views. And there's almost always title fights. But this week, this month, it is Hamza Chimaya versus Nate Diaz. Uh, that's a big enough fight for it not to have to be a title. Because Diaz is a needle mover, regardless of uh, what people said in the past. Um, if you know what I mean, um, Dana White, Mr. Nate Diaz is not a needle mover, but yet he's out here moving the needle, right? Doing the damn thing for the company and they're just going to let him go. And they're trying to throw him out with a nasty fight to get him out, hoping that maybe they're going to kill his legacy. I don't know, maybe make him less valuable for other organizations or whatever he wants to do. But it is what it is. No title fight. So uh, with that being said, because there is no title, no belt, I brought this along. Because, you know, 
no title means got to bring one in. You know what I mean? Got to have a little fun. I got my title. It's, you know, my friends know what this title is. <laughs> Me and my boy Josh always playing beer pong at parties amongst other games. And he uh, he went in with me on this belt. It's pretty cool. Shout out to my boy Josh. My my teammate and everything, we're always winning. <laughs> All I do is win. But this is our belt. Pretty dope. I got it upside down. Hold on. There we go. Keep it here at the house. It's a little bit of a memoriam type thing. There we go. R.I.P. J.D. That's our boy. Unfortunately passed away. John DeVries, we love you and we think about you all the time, man. And I know you'd be proud of me and happy for doing this. So I hope you're enjoying listening to me bullshit. Um, anyway, yeah, I had to bring the belt in because there's no belt. No belt for UFC this, this month. So here we go, though. We got, we got lots of stuff to talk about. Um, this whole card is fantastic. There's going to be great fights on this card. But first, before we get into the craziness. There we go. Got to loosen up a little bit. Let's get with it. Um, yeah, press conference is crazy. All I got to say about that. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. That's right. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Let's go. Let's get into this UFC 279. Tamaya versus Diaz. Lee, um, Lee versus Ferguson. Ooh, man. Hold on. Gotta love it. All right. <clears throat> Top fights here. These are going to be great. Uh, of course, I'm looking forward to seeing my boy Nate fight and hopefully win. All odds are against him, though, unfortunately. With Hamzad, he's he's a beast. He's a killer. Uh, he's going to come after Nate. And, you know, it's, it's going to get crazy. But uh, Li Zhang Liang, he's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a, a good fight against Ferguson. The, these guys both uh, have their own skills in their own right. And Lee, Lee's a banger. And uh, Tony's great on the ground. And I'm sure you know that. But he's been on a bit of a downward spiral. Back and forth with his fights. But we got the rest of the card here. Three more other fights going on in this card. Five fights all together on the main card. As usual, usually it's about five. And so, going into this one, uh, leading off the card, man, woof. That's a that's a fight and a half right there. Johnny Walker versus Ian Kutalaba. So, Johnny Walker started off great. He had a hell of a career ahead of him, so it seemed. And then something happened somewhere, and he just fell off hard. He's still ranked at number 13, as you can see, but, you know, he... I don't know. He fell off somewhere. He lost a bit of, you know, steam, I guess. And now he's coming back against Ian Kutsalaba, who this guy's crazy. When he, during his weigh-ins, during the face-offs, things happen. <laughs> if you've ever seen any of it, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, um, a little preview on that. He, he used to come out uh, fully green painted as the Hulk. So that was crazy enough, but then he always 
faces off and then he just jumps forward at the guy in front of him with a huge scream i think the funniest reaction i've seen was uh khalil roundtree you can check that one out because khalil just looked back at him and and jumped back with the funniest reaction on his face but uh yeah and and um Kutalaba is a, a, a wrestler type guy, grappler, more grappling. He, his submissions are great. Johnny Walker's more of a striker. He does crazy dynamic strikes, you know, lots of kicks. And that's one of those things that, you know, he can catch someone with a, with a crazy strike just out of nowhere. And the fight could be over. But Kutalaba is going to put the pressure on him, probably take him down. And try to try to get that grappling going. Maybe get a submission in there. Um, it's looking like, you know, it's kind of a, a pick 'em fight. Uh, minus one ninety five to plus one sixty five. Kutalaba being the favorite. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one to start off the fight. The the card, the main card. It's gonna be gonna be a good way to start off. I think. We got the women fighting, Irene Aldana. Versus Macy Chazon. Um, number four versus number 10. So um, Irene Aldana's, he's a beast. She comes after you. It doesn't matter what way she comes after you. She's putting pressure. And she's coming for that win. But Macy Chazon, he's been, uh, he's been a little bit back and forth. But she, she's got the fight in her. And she, I, I don't, I'm trying to remember who she beat last i'm not sure i can't keep up with all of it you know it's tough it's tough out here there's a lot of fighters and there's a lot of fights so um this should be a pretty decent fight aldana is almost always in a in a pretty good fight that you know goes back and forth and she's always bringing the pressure so it's going to be exciting for that reason she's the favorite in this one um hopefully just a good fight to keep keep these night of fights going because that that first fight's going to be killer it's going to be hard to to follow that fight i think because i think that one's going to be something that kicks it off in the right direction and it's going to get people excited to keep watching this so hopefully the women keep that going and that takes us to kevin holland versus daniel rodriguez now these are the two guys the only two guys to make it on the stage at the press conference today so and it was pretty funny. Um, Kevin Holland looked kind of, he was probably a bit, you know, amped up because of the altercation in the back. Who knows if the rumors are true, he got kicked in the chest. Push kick though, you know, nothing crazy. I'm sure it wasn't some Sparta kick, but I, I, I'm sure it was jarring to him in the moment. And then having to come out there and try to see, you know, try to talk to the press and keep it together kind of. But he's, he's a cool guy. He, he keeps a cool head because he also is the guy, if you've ever heard of him, who has been in maybe two or three times before a fight, leading up to a fight, or even off, maybe off a fight one of the times. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But he has definitely been one of those guys to, uh, he has things happen to him outside of the cage, and it's, and it's always just the most outlandish wild shit to happen he he has stopped multiple criminals in the act of doing multiple crimes and held them down <laughs> for waiting for the cops like what kind of shit is that mr superman kevin holland 
out there fighting crime batman whoever you want to call him but he's definitely one of those guys to uh he's definitely one of those guys to have some crazy shit happen to him and he acts like it's nothing and that's what's crazy about the whole thing he acts like it's nothing he acts like it's everyday occurrence so yeah that's something that makes him an exciting fighter in general but overall it's one of those things where you can't even believe that this stuff happens to him. Now, a lot of people have accused him of setting these things up, paying people. But, you know, if you watch the videos, which have been all over Instagram and all uh, social media, he, you know, it seems legit. So it is what it is. There's no, unless we find find out differently, he's a goddamn crime fighter. <laughs> so anyway, that's going to be a good one. Daniel Rodriguez straight up looks like he's out the pen i mean and and he talks that he he talks that gangster talk too when he was out there on stage he's like don't believe these fools that they're gangsters they ain't real gangsters they're all wearing makeup for the cameras that shit was funny like out of everything that's what he says as he's getting up walking away because there's been this whole thing with chemayev talking about nate diaz not being a gang a real gangster and people have been saying, nah, Chimaev's not the real gangster. He thinks he is, but, you know, he he talks about being a killer. He's got his pictures out there straight looking like, you know, he's about to go out hunting somebody. Wearing all black with a black beanie and a damn AR in his hand or some shit. Which is, you know, that's intimidating. You know, there's things about that that make people want to be like, oh, what is this about? But Diaz, Diaz is a gangster for sure. Um, he's shown that we'll get into that right now though but anyway Daniel Rodriguez he's he's a hell of a fighter too this should be a great fight um it's pretty much a pick em again w- minus 195 to plus 165 Holland being the favorite uh I think this is gonna be a banger they both have some to come out and prove they both said you know we're getting fight in the night so I want to see that proven because t- with these fights on this card you damn sure better show up and show out to get that bonus. So we'll see if those guys are ready for that. But yeah, that's our main card. It's going to be a good one. Uh, these are all these are all uh, names to me that I know. So if, if you don't know them, don't worry. Check out the fights. I guarantee they're going to be worth it. I say that now, but you know, unfortunately... There's those times when we think it's going to be great, and it's not. But let's move on. Another drink, just to keep it going. We got Kevin Ferguson versus Lee. Oh, man, I'm having trouble with his name today. We'll just call him Lee because, yeah, I said his name like a thousand times earlier, and it was fine. And now... I'm just getting stuck on his name. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say stuff like uh, Jingling, Jingling. I don't, I, I, man, I'm spacing right now. I can't even think of his name. Who's Kamli? How about that? Uh, also, with the Asian fighters' names, they always like Weili Zhang or Zhang Weili. Nobody knows how to say it correctly. No one knows what's the first name or the last name. Something about their names that always. They refer to themselves one way, and we say it a different way. We being in America, because we always change the way things are said. It is what it is, you know. The 
the names are tough and I'm not a professional. I can say a lot of names because I listen to a lot of podcasts that uh, they break down all these fights. They say these names over and over and over again. And this is one of the ones that I was like, man, I'm going to struggle. I'm definitely going to struggle with this one. And of course, here I am struggling, but it's all good. It's a tough name. So, Lee, Zhang Liang, damn it. Ah, whatever. We'll just let that one go. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a good one. Um, Ferguson, man, he he's always exciting. And there's always something happening with his fights. And he's, he's an odd cat when it comes to uh, him as a person, I would say. Um, he was... <laughs> I'm still trying to make sense of what he was doing at the press conference because him and Lee were about to come out and that's when the security guard came out and told Dana that something in his ear and that's when Dana said, nah, we're not doing this. Sorry, it's over. We can't do this. We can't keep this going. So they showed, they actually, the camera panned over and showed Lee and they were, he was about to jump and on the steps and run up to the stage and they pushed him away and told him to go back and he's like, all right, cool. And then... Apparently, Ferguson came out, always has a baseball in his hand because I guess he wanted to be a professional baseball player. So I guess that's a fun fact. He wanted to be a professional baseball player. And, you know, instead he became a a professional MMA fighter. So he always has a baseball in his hand. It's his thing. I don't know. Weird. But cool, I guess. Baseball. I like baseball, obviously. So, um... He was out there. I don't even know what he's doing. They said he was hyping up the crowd. He said he was still talking in the mic and just walking around waving at people and stuff. And he changed his hair. His hair, I mean, this dude, as you can see, doesn't have the best hairline. Uh, It seems to be getting thinner. I'm not trying to talk shit about... I am talking shit about Ferguson, but I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just... I'm just pointing out... It's weird. I don't know why he did it, but he, like, bleached his hair. It looks off. It looks weird. I guess if he gets bloody in the fight, which he almost always does, uh, it's going to be gross. Um, looking in his hair, it's going to it's gonna look gross, <laughs> to say the least. I don't know if anybody remembers Melvin Gillard. Man, my chair is squeaking today. Um, I need to oil it. Uh, if you remember Melvin Gillard, he used to bleach his hair looking like uh, Cisco. And yeah, when his fights got bloody... <laughs> That was a, a different kind of scene in the octagon, you know, that when there's blood all over the place, but then you look at the dude and either his face is full red or his hair, because it's light colored, is pretty much drenched in blood. Yeah, you know, it's been a fight. But let's get into it with some, with Lee. So Lee, uh, he he's an interesting fighter. He's, he's a, a striker for sure. That's his main thing is to strike. He throws hard and fast, and he comes after you right away. Uh, that's the last fight. I, I rewatched his fight with uh, Hamzat, which I believe was his last fight. And no, I don't know if it was his last one. Ah, who cares? Anyway, I, I rewatched it, and you know his his thing. He came out strong. He came out right away with a hard overhand right. Unfortunately for him. Hamzad was not having it. He ducked out of the way, went down for the takedown right away. But we'll get into that in a second. Um, 
Lee throws hard punches, he's going to come after you. And he's gonna, if he lands, it's dangerous because he has rocks for hands, apparently. Uh, the rest of the highlights of his fights I was watching, and from what I remember seeing him in the past, you know, he, he throws and he, and when he connects, he connects good and hard. So that's bad news for Tony Ferguson because Ferguson has not shown the best of chins lately. So for, for him to come out and get rocked right away, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm hoping that's not what happens. Because I want this to be a good fight, and i pretty much rooting for Ferguson. I'd like to see him kind of make another run. But Lee Jang Liang, he's... He's, I mean, he's up and coming, man. He's got good fights. They call him the leech because he also will, he he doesn't let up. He's always on you. So that's what I should do is just call him the leech. I don't know why I didn't do that in the first place. I forgot. I totally forgot about his nickname. This is uh, the last fight he won, I believe. Uh, nasty knockout. As you can see by the look on his opponent's face, he got rocked. I mean, the real-time video it was a nasty knockout. It was, it, it's tough because I see that and I'm like, if he catches Ferguson with that right hand, it's going to be good night. Unfortunately, because I don't think Ferguson has the chin anymore that he used to have. But Ferguson can grapple his ass off. And if he gets, if he gets in close and he gets into that grappling exchange, I mean, here, here's something that happened to Lee. He got thrown around, but that's that's a testament to Chimaev as well, which, you know, this all flows together because he they both fought each other recently, and now they're fighting on the same card again. And this is what Hamza did to Lee. So it looked more like Hamza was the leech than, a, than the leech himself. So he got thrown around, man. If you, if you watch this fight, Hamza threw him around like a rag doll. He jumped on top of him. He threw nasty punches while trying to set up that submission, trying to set up the position. And when he finally got that position, uh, Lee fought it for a little bit and he was able to resist, but he didn't have enough time because Hamza was all over him. Uh, Hamza set him up with punches at the end uh, as he tried to get him in a position, flatten him out. He was on his back and Lee just couldn't take it anymore. He let it, he let up. He, Hamza got the choke in. And then Lee fought it a little bit. And then Hamza just got the position, put the choke in all the way. And the leech went out. He he went to sleep. It was kind of kind of a scary little uh sight there watching Lee get put out like that because he he looked like he was struggling. He looked like he wanted to tap and then he just couldn't tap. He just went out instead. So he went out on his sword, but it was Man, it was it was scary watching Hamza just jump on him. So that's bad news for Nate because Nate will grapple and Nate will. He doesn't have the best takedown defense. So if Hamza does this to him, it's going to be a bad night for Nate. But we'll get into that. Um, Tony is back a little bit. He had a great fight against... Man, there goes my memory again. I don't remember who's... No, his last fight was the fight he lost. The fight before that was a fight that he looked good in. 
he was out for so long after having the long one of the longest win streaks he got hurt that time he was supposed to fight khabib and he hurt his knee he was out for a long time uh and then he came back and then i think he got hurt again but he just wasn't the same and he 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 was on such a long win streak and then he just dropped it man and as soon as he lost this is what happens to a lot of these guys who are on such a long win streak as soon as he loses you know it, it's bad news and they just can't come back but uh he did win the interim championship he still got it he looked pretty good against chandler as you can tell in this picture here he he had some good strikes on chandler he busted chandler up a little bit that was his last fight and he you know he was looking good for the first uh i would say through two rounds he was looking pretty decent looked like the tony of old but unfortunately he took this nasty kick and this is one of the most savage just ridiculous pictures i've seen in a long time i'm sure you've all seen it if you follow anything i if if you look at anything on social media this picture is making the rounds and it would not stop. <laughs> this is similar to the Frankie Edgar kick that he took to the face. And, you know, it's just perfect timing from this photographer. I'm not sure who it was. I'm sure it's one of the big UFC photographers. But uh, that is just talk about precision photo taking right there. And that kick, nasty. Those toes in the chin, his face, and the way he went down and how long he was out. And that's what scares me with Tony because he took, he's taken a lot of beatings and he's been in there not making it easy on himself. So fucking kick right there. What is that? Like it's from a, he looks like an old man alien. It's fucked up to say, but I look at it. I mean, it's so gross and just the, the fact that that's what happens when you get kicked. I, of course, you're going to have some crazy shit happen to your face. Nobody ever gets a picture at the exact moment you got knocked out. If you've ever been or ever been kicked or hit in the face like that. Not too many people get a picture taken. But at the highest levels where there's professional everything around you. Everyone's going to see it, right? So here it is. And I'm sure he doesn't like looking at this photo. But a lot of people have made memes out of it. And passed it around but it's kind of fucked up well that's the game that's the nature of it so uh yeah he took that ko from chandler and that was it so this was only four months ago four months ago he got knocked out this bad and now he's back to fight a heavy-handed guy that can knock him out like this again so i'm a little worried i'm a little worried for tony which and it sucks because I'm a fan of Tony's. You know, I I followed him for a long time. The 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 fights against Khabib where he was supposed to fight him and it and never got to. I wanted to see that fight so bad. Uh, I mean I'm a Khabib fan for sure, but to see he was at the top of his game when Khabib was there, and at the top being the champ. Tony took a interim title while he while uh Habib was the champ so. Uh, man, I just don't know that he can get there again. Um, I don't know that his chin is going to hold up fighting guys like, uh, Lee. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. 
uh let's hope for the best i i hope tony puts up a great fight and i hope he doesn't have to go out like this again but what are you gonna do what are you gonna say that's the game right um famous quote if he dies he dies no i'm just kidding please don't die tony <laughs> that's not what we want here uh yeah so that's that now we got to get down to the real business yeah take another drink for this one Hamzat Chimaya versus Nate Diaz. Now, like I said earlier, this fight shouldn't even happen. This is not the way they should be letting Nate Diaz go out. But I think they're doing it on purpose. There's this whole back and forth thing about how Diaz wanted this fight. But Diaz doesn't say no to anything. I mean, not as far as I could tell. Not as far as I've seen. Everybody always talks about how he's down to fight whenever. You know, reminiscent of Donald Cerrone, always said, yes, I mean, Diaz has a bit more of a business-oriented... Nowadays, he's a little more business-oriented. He'll say no, but really doesn't make sense. But he's been trying to just get through his contract these past couple years, and he's only been wanting the big fights. So when I heard that he said he didn't want this fight... I mean, what else can you say about the guy, though? He's a fucking gangster, right? He's going to fight anyway. No matter what the odds are against him, he's fighting anyway. And I know I sound like a fucking fanboy. But, hey, get over it. I, I like the guy. I think it's, right now, the way that he has to go out sucks. And I think the UFC is kind of fucking him over. And, you know, it's, it's kind of what it, it's kind of been the thing. That's how they've been pushing some of these guys out. And there's, they're losing a lot of guys to other organizations because they're treating people like shit. You know, I'm sitting here wearing a UFC shirt, but it's because it's what I like, right? I don't really like all the practices of the UFC, but who the fuck am I? Nobody cares. Nobody cares what I think. Nobody cares what the meat, the actual media thinks, because obviously we all have our thoughts about the media and how they work and how they push narratives and what kind of bullshit they talk but you know it doesn't they don't care what the fighters think either the fighters are out there trying to talk about how they need to be getting paid more about how they would like to have better no like to have health insurance in general and how they get treated like employees but yet don't get the benefits of employees there's all this shit going around and and you know the UFC does what it does they're not they're worth 4 billion 4 point whatever billion is what they sold for they're worth that for a reason and i get it that's the business mentality but it's fucking bullshit that these fighters get through their career and don't have anything to show for it when they come out of it except for some fucking highlight reels maybe i, I mean yeah they have a name behind them but if they're not they should be set up like like a lot of these nfl nba mlb players a lot of them come out they could you could never know their fucking name you could never know their name and they come out of their career with plenty of money to live the rest of their life and retire comfortably. But yet these guys, these, you know, and they have injuries and they have things like that. But these guys come out and half the time, I mean, a lot of the old school guys come out and, and they don't even have the money to fix half the problems that are wrong with their body that all happen from being in this sport. And I know this sport is still in its infancy, kind of, 
you know but i think it's been around long enough it's been around long enough to make the fucking money become mainstream and have their mats looking like goddamn nascar <laughs> advertisements all over the place you know it's like that's all it is it's full of advertisements they don't want the advertisements on the guys because then they can make money for it like they did back in the day but you know they'll put it all over the mat it's all over the goddamn arena and the, the fighters get nothing for it and it's kind of fucked up anyway that's my rant on that one i'm sorry i went a little crazy on that one but it's all true and you know they're doing nate diaz dirty but he's doing his thing to get out he's he's gonna get out and this is his last fight and he's he's going out big apparently because it's either gonna be a nasty knockout or he's gonna be in there in a deep deep war with chimaev and he may not look the best when he comes out of it but he might have something to stand on still like he did with leon edwards his last fight he fought all i think it was only three rounds he fought all two and a half rounds two and three quarter rounds by the last minute you know he's not looking great he's all bloodied up as usual and what happens in the last minute he rocks the shit out of edwards with one punch and then he stands back and points at him and laughs you know <laughs> that's that's diaz for you it can happen and he he can throw punches and bunches and then catch you with one hard right one hard left one kick something he can throw one thing in there that's harder than the rest and that'll be it for you like it can wobble you and if he jumps on you he can take you down he can submit you or he can finish you with punches i mean it's a toss-up it could happen or he can just get knocked out and be done he's only been i think he's only been ko tko'd once i think yeah anyway there's only been one notable way that he's been taken down that was by josh thompson he caught a head kick that was way back in the day but i don't know I, I i hate the way this is going down i hate that this could be his last fight in the ufc but if it's on to bigger better things then i guess it is what it is and i hope he makes his money and i hope he you know is going for what he's going for which by the way he's he's starting his own fight promotion so that's that's a plus i hope that's something that's gonna do well for him sounds like he's got a good plan and uh you know jorge masvidal has his game bread fight promotion uh anthony pettis has his own fight promotion there's a few guys out there that have done it and that are still fighting and nate says he's not done fighting he's just done with the ufc for now so we'll see what that has in store and what he's going to be doing there's this rumors about a fight with uh jake paul i don't know but he's got to get through Chimaev first or at least at least survive Chimaev, which hamzad is a killer uh he's he's been on a tear and he just looks like a fucking savage every time he's out there now the interesting thing about hamzad is that he you know he was he came in strong he won a few fights and then covid happened and he actually got covid and he got it so bad he almost retired basically uh 
yeah, he he got he got COVID so bad that he he couldn't shake it. He couldn't. I guess he was training so hard that he just couldn't get past it. He wouldn't. His his body couldn't recover basically. So when he finally realized that you know he needs to stop training so hard and he needs to take the rest and the time, he got through it. He talked about retiring. But he didn't, and that's probably good because he came back with a, with a vengeance, and he came back just you know, he came out to to win and climb the ladder and climb the rankings, and that's what he's been up to, and that's what he's been doing, as you saw earlier with uh, Lee, you know, he got that was first round finish, put his ass to sleep, and those were nasty punches right there in that picture that he was taking, and he was bouncing lee's head all around with those punches and then he you know laid him down flat got him in position and threw more of those punches and then you know finally he got him down flattened him out completely and put that choke in and and finished him put him to sleep like i said earlier it was pretty nasty so hamzak can do everything and he can he can fight on his feet and he can fight on the ground but he, he, he's from Chechnya, but I guess he fights out of Sweden. So he, he's trained with a bunch of big, you know, big names. Darren Till, him and Darren Till have this weird relationship. I don't know. At first they were going to fight each other and then they started training. Now I heard something about maybe them still wanting to fight each other. I don't know. It's, it's a funny little bromance though. Uh, some of their posts from a while back were pretty funny uh he let's see i think he's trained with like alexander gustafson and stuff like that but you know he's he's in that group of guys that are like the dagestani crazy grappler fight uh wrestler you know group of fighters that are you know they're just hard to beat they they grind you out and they beat you down and they don't stop and Chamaya is definitely one of those guys. Like I said, he's from Chechnya, but you could easily see him in a group of the Dagestani guys and think he's part of that, yeah, part of that group with them, all from the same place because they all they all kind of have the same style of fighting. You would think that they all train together because they all have the same style of fighting. They all do the same thing, and it works. It's effective as hell. So. His last fight uh, was against uh, Gilbert Burns, and that's where he showed a little bit of weakness, and that's what gives me a, just a little bit of hope when it comes to Diaz fighting him this time, because Gilbert Gilbert put the beating on him with a lot of punches and a lot, you know, just a lot of strikes in general, and then he also was able to kind of manipulate him on the ground a bit. He was able to expose a little bit of Hamzat's weaknesses, which there isn't many at all so will nate learn from that will he take those pointers from that fight i don't know because nate's already saying crazy shit like he always does about how you know he did he gave up on even preparing for this fight he just said fuck it he's he's gonna be done anyway but i don't know you know he's always in shape and he's always coming to fight so but that this fight against Burns, Hamzat came out with the win, but it was close. And that was definitely maybe a maybe a couple of uh tips on how to possibly get him 
in a bad position and beat him or at least take advantage and win a couple rounds but uh he also has not been in a five round fight um or has he maybe just he hasn't made it to a five rounds maybe that's what it was he might not have made it to five rounds either way he's not used to being in that fourth or fifth round and diaz as you know wakes up or i know maybe you don't know because a lot of people are not diaz fans i'm gonna talk about that in a minute but uh yeah this this fight gave people some hope that hamza can you know if you're not a hamza fan or he's fighting somebody you're a big fan of this fight gave you hope that there is he's a little bit human so we'll see if that gets taken advantage of now we gotta go in to the man of the hour mr nate diaz 209 as you can see he's always bloody he's got so much scar tissue in his face that he as soon as he gets hit he gets opened up and he's bloody just a matter of how bad and how many times but he's always in a war because he doesn't back down and he's always getting hit because he doesn't back down and he's always getting bloody because he's not afraid to get hit and he's got a chin on him uh so i'm sure that this is gonna be one of those same one of those fights where this happens again and if not it's because no hamza if hamza takes him down and keeps him down and holds him down he's still gonna get punches on him so it's gonna be bloody but in in the true diaz fashion fuck you is what he's gonna say he's gonna give you the finger and he's gonna continue to fight and make it a goddamn dog fight so i hope that that's what happens and i hope that he holds his own and i hope that it's not anything that happens too quickly but i hope he also doesn't take so much punishment that you know it's that it's sad i guess because that's what happens to a lot of these guys that are on their way out they take that punishment and, and it's almost sad to watch it happen just like what i was ha saying happened to tony ferguson it's fucking sad man to watch these guys they just you know they're starting to lose that edge and you know that i'm just looking at his picture flipping me i'm just laughing because he's like fuck you i didn't lose anything he was just saying he's the champion of the UFC overall. <laughs> you know, it's all shit talk. He's got away with words, but uh, it's funny and it's entertaining. And, you know, but it is. It's sad to watch these guys go out. Like, I've seen too many other guys in the past go out. Chuck Liddell, BJ Penn. So many guys, you know, that went out on in a bad way. I like more when they go out in the good way. Like George St. Pierre went out with a belt twice. Twice. He came back after retiring and won a belt again and then just left like that and was like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm really done now. But let's hope that Diaz goes out like this. Maybe bloody, maybe beaten, but still with his fingers up. And we'll just sit back and have to say, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> so, there he is, always in your face, no matter what. This is, of course, after he beat McGregor. Gotta love that fight. But I'm sure people don't because they're McGregor fans. But uh, 
I'm more of a Diaz fan, so here it is. I get to have my bias this time. It's his last fight in the UFC. What the fuck can I do, right? But Diaz, man, he's had those iconic fights uh, against people like McGregor, against a lot of notable names. And he's had just a lot of crazy fights against big names, like I said, including stuff like this. <laughs> you know, putting putting uh, putting someone in a triangle with your hands up in the air and right after this flipping off everybody and he you know he got the submission too by the way so this isn't just oh i had him for a second this is how he ended the fight i'm sure a lot of you that follow fighting know about this kind of fight and other fights like ben henderson you know he was they were fighting for position you know ben tried to grab a leg diaz kind of was pulling out couldn't get his leg out in the midst of things they kind of both paused and Diaz just goes fuck you as he's in as Henderson has his leg in, in trying to get him in a submission and they're just he just sits up and flips him off it's hilarious it's good shit well, I mean what how can you not be entertained by that but I know a lot of people don't like Diaz because he talks a lot of shit because he sounds like he has marbles in his mouth because he talks about being a gangster, but fuck off. There's so many things, so many other guys. I mean, like McGregor's just as bad, right? I mean, he just talks all this shit. He may back it up. Well, before he backed it up, but he got his ass whooped. So how many times now has he gotten his ass whooped? So, you know, if you want to, if you want to compare, you can kind of, McGregor's had a pretty great career and I give him props for that. He, he was great. It was was a great fighter i know he has potential to come back and be good again but will he ever be great like he was again i don't think so i don't think he has it in him i think uh he's he's too into the money he's too about the money and you know you get that rich that quick he's got fuck you money why 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 does he need to care anymore he's gonna come out here and do it for fun make some more money and be able to talk shit. And if he loses, he loses. He's always going to be on his thing. Diaz is the same way. So I guess I can't hate. But, you know, there's just something about the Diaz brothers that I like a lot more than I like about what McGregor does. But I have lots of respect for McGregor and what he's done for this sport and the superstar that he's become. I just don't like how he carries himself otherwise. But I guess that's a discussion for another time because now that I'm doing this, I can talk about that. If and when he ever comes back. If he ever comes back. When he ever comes back. Who gives a shit? It's, he doesn't get off Twitter, so he's never gone. <laughs> he's always on Instagram or Twitter talking shit. And you can bet he's going to be talking shit about this fight when it happens. But let's not forget what actually happened when he fought Diaz the first time. Now the second time, of course, Diaz lost. But he didn't lose like this. McGregor was, uh, he got beat up, but McGregor got kind of whooped and no, everybody counted out Diaz like they're counting him out now. So this is the point. Don't fucking count him out because he beat McGregor when everybody was like, there's no fucking way. There's no way he beats McGregor. It's all bullshit. It doesn't matter how much of a gangster he is. It doesn't matter how many punches he throws or how good he is on the ground. He's not mean beating McGregor. Fuck off because he did 
and he beat him and made him look made him look bad like this just like a reminder Habib Nurmagomedov ever heard of him yeah cause fucking he beat McGregor too and he made him look even worse but you know Diaz played the game uh, he came back he got beat whatever blah 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 same shit I can it's, they, everyone can talk the same shit about Diaz getting beat so he didn't look this bad in defeat though <laughs> McGregor got choked out Diaz just was bloody like he always is so uh point of the story don't count don't McGregor don't count Diaz out no matter how much of a fucking beast Shemaev is don't count Diaz out because he's always gonna come with a lot of punches he's gonna make he's gonna take people to deep waters and that's when he's gonna come out and hopefully he does it earlier than he did against Leon Edwards so that he has a chance to actually imagine if he fucking finishes Shemaev all like he's like a plus 700 right now he started as a plus 2200 what the fuck is that i mean plus 2200 i should have bet so i can make some fucking money when what i know is gonna could can happen does happen i don't know if it'll happen but you know it's a chance i should have taken i I still could make some money right now but i mean 2200 that's that that was what it dropped at initially that's insane I mean, how do you count him out that bad? He he is looking older and he, you know, but, and he is a slow starter. So that's what's scary because Hamza came out on lead like a fucking banshee, you know, jumped on him, grabbed him and, and held him and, and wore him out. So I'm hoping that this is going to be a little better for Diaz. Maybe Hamza won't be so, you know, trigger happy and. Maybe he'll come out a little timid and give Diaz some time to wake up because, unfortunately, he needs time to wake up, and that's what sucks. So if Hamza comes out crazy-like, this could be over quick. I ain't saying it, but I am, you know, I I do live in reality, so I got to be real, and I got to be honest. So, you know, I'm a little worried about, I'm real worried about this fight, but I'm excited that it's happening. Can't wait. I'm hoping that it's going to be as great as I'm hoping it's going to be uh, up and down on this card. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's let it be good. Let's hope that the weigh-ins tomorrow don't cause a bunch of shit. <laughs> and let's hope that uh, everything goes off in the right direction and we have some great fights. So before I go, take on my last drink. As you can tell, I had a lot to say this time. I had uh, there they made it easy for me. I mean that that press conference that gives you everything to talk about. And on top of that, Nate Diaz being one of my favorite fighters of all time, I had to talk about it. So this is a little bit longer, but it's all good. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, let me get my belt back out since there's no belt on this card. I got to make up for it somehow, right? That's right. So, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for tuning in. We need to uh, make sure that everybody remembers to like, subscribe, 
and hit that notification bell so you know when a new episode is coming out or when I'm live. I actually went live again, which is awesome. Uh, getting better with this, getting used to it. I'm loving it. Got my belt here to make me feel a little better. <laughs> now, this this fight excited, excited me. This whole card did. And I'm going to be, I'm not going to be at home watching it. I'm going to be out and about. And hopefully next week we have a guest on here. I know I said that last week, but, you know, shit happens. And hopefully next week we'll have that guest on to go over these fights and talk about, you know, what kind of craziness happened this weekend. Uh, I'll be out there watching the fights uh, and, yeah, having a blast. So don't worry, I'll pay attention so I have good shit to say when I come back. But (laughs) don't forget to go to my Instagram, Facebook, check out my pages. And I got to add in here Twitter because, yeah, just the other day I went ahead and started that Twitter. So it's the same handle every... Actually, no, Twitter is... Is it Twitter? Damn it. I think Twitter is Going Rounds Pod. Yes, yes, that's right. Twitter is Going Rounds Pod. I will get that put in here so you don't forget and you know where to go to check it out because, yeah, Going Rounds Podcast was a bit too long for Twitter, I guess. So it's Going Rounds Pod. Anyway, check them all out. Go follow everything. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back next week, hopefully with. a guest so a little bit of a change up here a little different scenery a little different you know uh setup i guess yeah let's make it happen thanks again and we will see you next week with a review recap review recap and review of these fights and hopefully it's on a good note. Hopefully at least it's because Diaz put up a good fight. But even better, you're going to see me hyped as fuck if Diaz wins. I'm going to have a lot to say about that. So let's get it. Uh, thanks again. And we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>